So this is our first episode of Evan's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just realized we don't have a name for the podcast. Yes, we yet. haven't named the podcast. There will yet. be a name for the podcast by the time you're listening to this. Yes, and it will be epic, I'm it, sure. It's going to be so amazing. I can't say how amazing it's going to be, mm-hmm. but I'm going to set the expectations I really high. I bet you will have Evan's in it, though, because Probably. we're pretty narcissistic about putting our name on everything. <laughs> Hence... Hence Evans. I'm wearing Evans, yeah. So you should you see my underwear. Evans. Evans. <laughs> Evans all over it. There's Evans on our notepads. Mm. Everything. Count how many Evans is. <laughs> <laughs> so we're what we're gonna talk about today, we're gonna talk about Evans' vision, the core values. Mm-hmm. More yes. specifically the core values, because the vision is like Yeah, we don't have time for we that. Time we're for gonna that. just focus on the core values today. Right, just the core values. Yeah. So um why don't you tell us what the core values are for Evans? <laughs> I didn't write those down. Oh. How will I ever remember what they oh. are? <laughs> <laughs> well, how about uh, just telling us? I know sometimes. Well, it's fun. to get to that point, the core values are actually different in each company. So there's three companies and there's three complete different sets of core values. Okay, that's so interesting. That is interesting. Um, I think because you'd think that they'd be consistent. But yeah. in, in there's a theme throughout them, but they... Each company has different personality traits, so to speak, of what the key people are and what the people who are drawn to that company are. Right. Um, For example, um, the number one trait in Evans Trucking is positive attitude. Mm -hmm. Um, And helpful serving and kind is another one. And striving for excellence is another one. Whereas in Evans HD, work ethic is one of the main themes um, within that thing because they're a hard driving high performance culture it's just the way that their culture is it's like whereas i'm not saying we're not hard driving and 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 hard working in evans trucking but it's not as key to the the culture of the company there's a there's just a different theme yeah right and that makes sense yeah because different people be drawn to to each industry in a different Mm -hmm. way right yeah and and just the the culture of the company becomes what it is especially as it gets bigger like if you say that person has to have uh exceptional work ethic but you're really good with an average joe type guy filling out forms in the corner there well Mm -hmm. then that isn't necessarily true Right. right. Your, your core values need to be absolutely fundamentally true. You got to use them. You're going to use them for everything. So if they don't apply to certain things, then they're they're fluffy. You're just going to hear me use that word a lot. Fluffy. fluffy. Because I think that's a lot of that's <laughs> a, a vibe and a complaint I get back from people when we talk about core values a lot that they right. think that it's fluffy. That it's right. like, well, yeah, everybody's got core values, but so what? Yeah. Right. Because probably because a lot of companies don't actually don't actually implement their core values, really. Yeah, which kind of gets to the the why, right? Like right. The, why do you have core values? Why are they important? And I'd say f- from a perspective of fluffy, this thing's still in my way. <laughs> fluffy is like core values. It's fluffy. It's blah. It's intangible. It doesn't like have substance to it because people are so used to people's core values not having substance. So integrity on the wall, yeah. quality. And these are good words. I love those words. Yeah. I think they're important, but they they tend to not mean anything at the end of the day in a lot of these other companies. Whereas I believe that core values, although seemingly fluffy and visionary and whatever, and like very doers hate the idea of core values and the mm-hmm. and 
And until they've gone through the process, a lot of my key people are doers. And to get them to sit down and do a core value exercise is like, just shoot me, please. Yeah. Like, I got I work to do. I, I got go freaking work. work to do. Like, just yeah. let me out of this. But by the time we finished it, they get it. Right. right. And the reason is, is that it's not fluffy. It's foundational. Right. And it, like we we were talking before, if if you don't have a strong, honest, appropriate core value foundation you can't build your, your company mm-hmm. you build your company on top of your core values and so if you want to build a skyscraper that has layers and layers and layers of people and things moving and going and it, and it becomes a massive healthy organization people make big organizations without good core values but typically they're very unhealthy and they have a lot of problems that they don't need to deal with no fragile core values, too, they're right? fragile there's drama there's politics yeah. there's issues there's people there's clashing churning Whereas if you have that foundation, you can comfortably build on top of it and mm-hmm. it will work and it will stay sturdy. It will stay strong all the way. Where if you don't have good core values, it gets rickettier and rickettier and more loose and falling apart. The longer, the more it becomes, the more horrible it becomes in a matter of speaking. It yeah. it's on a, a monstrous personality of its own because it's not intentional. Yeah. Well, and you, you said about foundation and building upon it. I mean, that probably goes down even to like hiring people, right? You're probably using your core values in yes. order to, to vet the proper people mm-hmm. who align with those core values. Absolutely. So when you have core values, you need to use it like a tool. Why is it important? Because it is the most important tool you're going to have in your toolbox. You're going to use it to hire. You're going to use it to fire. You're going to use it to reward. You're going to use it to reprimand. You're going to use it to understand why problems exist. Yeah. Why is this person not fitting into our company? If you have the correct core values, you will be able to within seconds go, oh, that guy isn't striving for excellence or that guy doesn't have good work ethic or that guy doesn't has a super negative attitude and a positive attitude is key here. And then you'll go boom, boom, boom. That's why that guy doesn't fit. Makes sense. Exo facto, they need to move along or they need to improve those things and that's how we're gonna fix mm-hmm. the problem. It is the tool that diagnoses and solves the issues in your company. Yeah, so you, I'm guessing that you're probably referring back to your core values fairly often yes. in order to actually see how it's working, seeing what's going on. Oh yeah. I, Diagnosing hear, problems. <laughs> people in our organization, they I, they got to internally roll their eyes at me because I am talking about it all, all day, every day. Almost every scenario. It's like, we're gonna make a decision on whether we take this job or not. Okay, well, how does that our core values affect that? Is that job suiting our core values? Well, it seems ridiculous, but when you create the right set of core values and the right tools, it answers so many questions. It is yeah. the number one tool in your toolbox if you do right. it right. Okay, so can you give me like an example? Give me maybe even a couple examples mm-hmm. of how you would use it day in, day out. Uh, obviously, I think we already touched on like hiring people, mm-hmm. right? Um, is it, what other ways are you using it in order um, to... Yeah, well, anytime there's a problem. If you have no problems and you don't need core values, you're good. But I don't know any companies that don't have <laughs> problems, no problems every day. So if a team has some issues or some tension or some instability, we go, okay, well, what core values are, are being broken or not being exemplified here that cause a problem? Um, we're working with a customer, having a lot of problems with that customer. Well, how does that customer not connect with our core values? How do we need to communicate our core values to them? And and not in a fluffy way, like in a very tangible way. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, you guys uh, don't appreciate quality or are 
do excellent work. And the reason why when we send a truck into your thing and you sit him in your yard for four hours and then treat him like crap, and then he doesn't ever want to go back and do do that for you guys again is because you don't align with our core values. Mm. We don't treat our people that way. We don't waste people's time and we do an excellent job. You don't have a system that works here and you guys mm-hmm. are are doing a terrible job and we need you to do better, right? You're not hitting our core values, yeah. right? We have a trade at one of our construction sites and, and they're frustrated like crazy with that trades person or leader or whatever. And they go, okay, well, what's the problem? Well, core values. Well, if impressive and excellent is one of our core values, is that guy impressive and excellent? No. Okay. Well, is he a selfless team player? Oh, no. Guess what? He doesn't. He's a one man show, thinks he knows it. Is he, is he humble and confident? No, he's an arrogant asshole. <laughs> Bleep. Um, so you can pick off, okay, well, that's why we don't like him. So either he has to become that to continue to work with us, yeah. or we need to find someone else. And then the problems go away. Yeah. Right? And one of the the real realizations for that for me was when we actually first did our core values in Evans Trucking and we realized that two or three of our top performing money-making truck drivers didn't meet core values of what. So mm. We knew that they were a pain in the neck and stick in the mud and that they caused some tension. But when you went through the core values and realized, okay, these guys are like a disaster core values wise. And in the end had to let them go. And through a process of trying to get them to meet the core values, communicating the core values and and creating expectations. And when they didn't do that, we literally let go our best, highest performing, good operating truck drivers because their core values did not Mm. align with their company. And we were better off for it in the long run. Yeah. But it's hard to tell yourself that when it's really, really hard to find good good guys that operate trucks and will work for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh and they're making you money. Because that's yeah. the one that people always go, but they're making me money, but it's a profitable venture. But yeah. so they let their core values go out the window for for trading it for performance or profitability, but it also ultimately holds you back in yeah. the long run. When you're building this foundation that you, when you tolerate the breaking down of your foundation mm-hmm. and build on top of it, it's going to collapse eventually, yeah. or it's just going to stop. Like you're going to get to a point where you're like I can't put any more floors on this thing. It like it won't hold. I know it won't hold. I know that this floor is going to drop out, or this thing's going to crack and break, or whatever. Well, that's what tolerating the non-alignment of core values within your organization leads to. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that very much. And you must have to, when, you, when you're implement, implementing the core values or even coming up with them, I have a sense as you're talking is that you probably really have to have a vision for the future of what you want, mm-hmm. the vision of what you, you're, you're hoping to accomplish in your business and then allowing, because yeah, making money. Oh, they're making me lots of money. Okay, well, what, what else? There's pain points, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's probably things like, well, they're not very nice. Mm-hmm. There's a cost to that. Yeah. Right. But if you're, if you have like honesty, integrity, that kind of stuff. Well, when you go to culture, it's whatever the lowest level that you'll tolerate, that becomes mm-hmm. the floor of your culture. So if Jerry sits beside Carl and Jerry's a high performing killer guy, he's got the work ethic, he's got the positive attitude, he's got the this, he's got the that, he's hitting all your core values, helpful, serving and kind, he's striving for excellence. And then Carl's over here on his phone, showed mm-hmm. up late for work this morning, 
and he's just grumbling all day long and bringing bringing the vibe down in the room and you sit carl beside whomever i named this guy yeah um jerry (laughs) you sit them beside each other but you're going to tolerate carl's performance you're going to find his core values you're going to find that this level being set by jerry is going to slowly creep down and jerry yeah. might have a really strong personality and a really strong ability but the fire in him that keeps those values high is going to go away because for what mm-hmm. right this is this is what, how it's going to be here then what what good is me doing it and they're slowly going to just yeah. fizzle out yeah. right whereas if you tell carl hey carl you got to step it up you got to have a positive idea. you got to show up on time you got to do this you're not going to tolerate that time reference and eventually you move carl out jerry's gonna be emboldened to be even more on top of those things because you're also going to reward him you're mm-hmm. going to reprimand him you're going to reward him and you're going to spend time focusing on the people who are doing the right things which will breed more of it within your company yeah. and guess what when you remove carl jerry tells you about his brother's cousin who would fit in really good here. And then you get another guy that fits your culture because he's wants to protect that culture because yeah. he loves it. Yeah. Well, I can sense that there's probably there, there's a lot of, um, what you tolerate becomes the lowest common denominator. Absolutely. 100%. And and if you have, a, if, if, if your boss, and this has happened to me before in, in other jobs is if your boss tolerates, you know, someone who shows up late, doesn't do a lot of work, me as a high performer that likes to show up on time that does it well if he's getting away with that mm-hmm. i mean what am i busting my hump for yeah how is it going to benefit me yeah. it might benefit the organization but the organization clearly doesn't care yeah yeah exactly and if they don't care why why should i care yeah yeah exactly so so how do you obviously how do you how do you communicate the value of core of core values how do you communicate that to people at all levels yeah of I, it's something we talk about a lot in our leadership teams because it's it's actually pretty hard. <laughs> like you can put a sticker on a wall if you want, um, but it doesn't mean anything. And that's what everyone else kind of does that doesn't work. Um, we have them in places within our organization. and But to me, it is talking about them. It is exemplifying them. Like I say, like you, you can give something lip service. You can say it all day long, but if you don't live it, you don't believe it. Yeah. If you don't live it, you don't believe it. And if you don't put that out there, then people are going to believe you. And if you don't believe it and they don't believe you, it ain't going to happen. You got to have belief tied to that. People got to see it, feel it, understand it. It needs to be exemplified. All the people within your company that are on leadership level need to communicate it. They need to show it. Yeah. It's a tool, right? It's a tool. And it's, it is a a culture. It is who you are. If it's not who you are, then it's not your core values. Right. And if like on our leadership team, if you're not a hundred percent, like yeah excellent on all core values you're not a leader in this company it's that simple you can't be you're incapable yeah of leading because it, it, it again the bar happens if you're in leadership mm-hmm. you ain't going to get anyone that will work under you that ain't is going to be operating at a higher bar than you are it's very rare almost impossible yeah oh absolutely yeah hmm. so the other thing is to me is that i think a lot of people are missing us how because it's like, okay, yeah, great. You guys have great core values. Good for you. How did you come about that? How did you do that? And in the early days of these companies, I really struggled with what it is that we needed mm-hmm. that was missing from our company. And yeah, we had good values and we exemplified them within our family and within our leadership, but they weren't 
decided by a team. They weren't expressed, they weren't communicated, and they weren't used as a tool. Absolutely weren't used as a tool, right? And so we we started a problem, uh, program called EOS, which is Entrepreneurial um, Operating System, um, which I, you're gonna hear me refer to it a lot in our podcast, I presume, because I love it and I think it works great. But there's an exercise within it where you sit, you start a leadership team, so you pick your department heads or the people who are exemplify what you want in your company and who are gonna be a board essentially for leading your company. Um, and then you do this exercise for core values. And the exercise is basically, um, there's two phases of it. One, who's our best people? Who's our favorite person? Who's the, the guy that is just like mascot of the company, mm-hmm. right? And if you're big enough, you have a couple of them. Um, and then you go, okay, why? Why do you love that guy? Why does everybody love the guy? What is it about him that makes him awesome? And you start just listening. You get on the whiteboard and you just start listening. That guy's he's got good work ethic. He's got a positive attitude. He's smart. He's knowledgeable. He's experienced. He is kind. He laughs a lot. He's a good sense of humor. He's fun. He's like, and I just did this exercise yesterday um, with one of my teams. And we filled the board 20, 30 things. And mm-hmm. so we did, okay, we did this employee. We actually did trades that work on our site. Who's our favorite guy that comes and works at our company and why do we love him? Right, we did that for a few. Um, and then I took each person from the leadership team and I said, hey, why do we love this person? You're here for a reason. What is yeah. it that is great about you? What is it great about you? And then everyone else on the team said the things they loved about the person, which is also a good team building exercise. Yeah, but, absolutely. So we filled the board right full. Okay, once you get to that point, we do an exercise ad- adaption called keep, kill, or combine. Right. So you. One, this is important. We can't let it go. Absolutely need to keep it. Kill, it's too specific. It doesn't apply to everyone um, or it's a pay to play. So that means that like, okay, if you're a liar, you obviously can't work here. It's not a core value. Like even honesty, like it always is up there, but it never holds to core values because it's like, if you're not honest, we just don't want you. It's yeah. like, that's not a personality thing. Like that's just that you have to have that or else you better not even apply. Yeah. And then combine. So a lot of things, um, words like integrity and honesty and um, consistency or um, fun, sense of humor, um, positive attitude, those types of things. Sometimes they, yep. they mean the same thing or can be packaged into another word that makes better. So we often say quality, um, uh, I don't know, lots of words that mean quality. They're going to be five words that mean quality. Yeah. We often end up on excellence or impressiveness right. as a word that kind of encompasses. So then you can combine multiple things and you'll find that they've been the same traits get said in different formats, but they can be combined into one. Yeah. And so then you whittle that down, whittle that down, whittle that down until you get that list. And we're looking for five to seven core values because if it gets to be too many, I've seen as high as 10, but like he's kind of, they start being diluted and yeah. it, it, you can just say every good thing on there if you want, but it's not really the personality of your company. You want it to be very much just you. This yeah. is what sets us apart. This is what makes us special, right? Good it's easier to remember too. Yeah, and it's five. easier to remember. Like if there's ten of them and you can't even repeat them, then then they just get lost. Like they don't yeah. ca- they don't carry that meaning unless they're distilled. Yeah. Right. It's it's hard to come off the cuff mm-hmm. in in applying it, implementing it. If, yeah. If it's you're constantly having to engage memory centers. 
yeah. cognitive ability just to, just, just to come up with a list. Right. Right. Yeah. So then you having having a core core list makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. So then you get it down and, and honestly from 12, 10, 12 down to seven or five is it can be the bulk of the meeting because you have arguments between people about what's important, what's not and how it matters now it doesn't. And, and it's good actually that people are passionate about it because then it really matters. Right. Yeah. So um, I think that it's really important that uh, that we we really debate those down until we mm. all really feel good about what's left. Right. And, you know, there might be a few people that are just a little upset because they really wanted communication on the list. And we we said that it wasn't like that key of a thing or it wasn't unique enough or whatever. But it it mattered. Yeah. Okay, you said debate. So you're debating these these points, these different words that make up your core value. Yeah. And you're struggling through it. I mean, even including the other businesses in that process and having them go through this edifying uh, process of, of what do we love about you? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we love about people we work with that aren't even a part of our company, mm-hmm. but exemplify our values? Yeah. Uh, I find that those those kind of practices... Um, are really important because that's the humanized part of it. Mm. We're working as humans. I think sometimes in industry you get caught up in numbers, mm. yeah, and it's just and like people well, aren't robots. Exactly, mm. and and even to your point, well, this guy makes us a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe he makes us a lot of money, but everybody's miserable working here. Yeah, with this guy because and it's not girl, about one person. <laughs> yeah, no, the girls never do that. But yeah, I can, but doing that kind of process kind of it really it instills it in in people's minds that oh these people care about people, and they care about the right kind of people especially. Mm-hmm. Well, and if it's not unique enough, you won't know who you're looking for. Yeah, like you, it needs to be like there needs to have a personality to your core values. It, it needs to be more than just the general things because it needs to mean something to people yeah. there. They need to resonate with it. They need to be a little bit like you need to have some passion about the core values is like that we're that we are excellent or that we're impressive or that we're kind or that we're generous or whatever it is. They need to like they need to go. Yeah, that's totally it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They got really. um which must be really hard to communicate. Hmm. Like, oh, yeah, it is. It's probably gets more difficult the further down the the chain of command, so to speak. Yeah. Well, to me, I always go to I like I really pay attention for feedback from other people or things people said that they said. So someone say, hey, I was talking to so-and-so and they came to your building and touched your company and they worked with you guys and they were so impressed with yeah. this. Or like not necessarily the direct thing, but the indirect comments. Okay, what are the words they use, right? Mm-hmm. Like what are the things that like that they just got a feeling and they had to somehow express that feeling outward? Okay, so then that's who we are. Yeah, We made them feel that way. Like we need to be cognizant of how we make people feel. Yeah. Right. How do we make people feel? What do we want them to feel like um, when they're here? Yeah. And and that's our core values. That's that's what we want to feel. What do you want to feel like yeah, when you're well, at exactly. work? <laughs> right. I want to be surrounded by kind people that care about me. Yeah. Like that's it's good. It's what yeah. we want. So let's do it. Let's I want to be, be able them. to trust people. I yeah. want to be able to you know know that somebody's got my back. Mm-hmm. I want to know that um, that I'm putting out a product that I can sell. That I love because yeah. I'm like this is an excellent product, mm-hmm. and you will not be uh, yeah. disappointed at all. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, 
yeah, it, it, if you don't believe it, then there's just really no point. And that's, and that's where that foundational part comes in too. You get everybody in your organization following that and, and all of a sudden jobs become easier mm-hmm. because you're, oh, I can put my neck out because I know so-and-so's got my back. Yeah. I, I, can, I can sell this product, whatever that product may be, because I know that it's quality. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can vouch for somebody because I know we all adhere to those core values. And it would be uncharacteristic of that person to not be following those. Yeah. Well, and and the brand, like, like, what does it, what does it stand for? What is it, what, like, how do I connect with it in a way that I can, like, that I want to put Evan's trucking on the shirt? Like when I put the shirt on in the morning, I'm proud. When I go out and see my cousins and nieces and nephews at family dinner, you're wearing your company shirt. How yeah. do you create that kind of passion in people? Core values. Yeah. Why is Evan's trucking awesome? Oh man, it, it's, I love working there. I just, everyone's so happy and so kind. They have such positive yeah. attitudes and they do such a good job of what we're doing and we're making a difference in the world and all these types of things that it it's the essence. Yeah. Right. And that comes from intentionally being and creating core values and sticking to mm-hmm. them, using them. So the, the thing that I can't say enough about this, the practical advice of, core mm-hmm. values is actually do the work to put down the foundation right and that's the mistake i made for 10 years in the, in the beginning of my more than that almost 15 years um in in the beginning of our business is not like i knew it was important we had some mission statements since a little bit of something and uh and i just it wasn't enough it it, it wasn't clear it wasn't like crystal clear and formatted in such a way it can be used as a tool Mm -hmm. like people don't think core values is a tool core values is the most important tool in your toolbox i promise you that yeah promise you i agree i agree 100 Mm -hmm. yeah so actually do it and then actually use it and actually go back and re-go over your core values so every quarter we we do the core value exercise again a variation of it where we look at the ones that exist and go, is that true? Are these right? Mm -hmm. Should we word them different? Is there anything wrong with these? Is there anything that doesn't, isn't applicable here, right? In our weekly meetings, we, we take problem people issues and we use the core values to filter them. Okay. This person keeps coming up. We have a problem with them with operations department. We have a problem with the finance department. We have a problem with the dispatch department. Three people have complained about this guy. Okay. What is it? what core value is the problem and you go well they said this his paperwork's terrible they these guys said that he never shows up on time for his appointments these guys said that he's rude and he he flies off the handle okay well he's not helpful serving in kind he's not positive he's not striving for excellence okay well that's three out of seven we're failing and i'm pretty sure he's probably not aligning with the rest of them so i guess he doesn't fit here yeah. And then it'll go, well, what do we do with that? Well, we got to tell them what the problem is. It's not like, it's not that you didn't do your paperwork. Yeah. Like that's pretty basic. It is that you didn't do your paperwork, but that that's was a not symptom their root. of a greater, yeah. It's not the root. The root of the problem is that you're not helpful serving in kind. You're not striving for excellence and your attitude's garbage. Yeah. That's the root of the problem. You fix those three problems, your paperwork's going to do itself. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people focus on those symptoms and they're like, well, we just need to get this symptom fixed on this person and then they should be. Yeah. glowing and just it's like, tell him he needs to finish his paperwork <laughs> it'll be a different problem next week oh he didn't yeah. do his paperwork he's flying off the handle oh he, he 
left his truck dirty in the yard, didn't wash it like everyone else did. Like it, it's it's that there's a root problem and you need to get to that root. And people are very surprised, especially if they've been a problem child at other places, that that's where you go when you sit mm-hmm. them down. And we, well, we told them when yeah. we hired them, mm-hmm. these are the core values, these are important. And hopefully if you're perceptive enough or if, they're, if you're doing your job yeah. right, that you filtered the majority of these problem people out and didn't hire them. But if they get past that and they get in the thing, and often they're really good for the first couple of months and things go okay, and then something clicks or something changes and you haul them in and they go, oh, he's gonna chew my butt for not doing my paperwork. And you say, Carl, here's our core values. These are the three areas that you're not you're not hitting. This, mm-hmm. is a, this is important, this is no joke, this is everything. If you're not being helpful, serving kind, you're not trying to be excellent and you're not gonna have a positive attitude, you're not gonna fit here. Yeah, and I want them for you because I know your life's going to be better if you have a positive attitude, if you're helpful, serving, kind, and you strive for excellence. You're yep. going to be happier too. Yeah, I care about you, Carl. I want you to be these things because I mm-hmm. know it will lead to you living a fulfilling, purposeful, happy life. It sounds like you have an actual example. Do mm-hmm. you have an example of that? Like, like a real world? Like, you don't have to give names. Obviously. No, I've I've done it dozens of times. Yeah, dozens hmm. in the last few years, and it works. And they and they look across the table at you like either you're an idiot, which is a good sign to probably just let them go, yeah. or they you can have that guy break down in tears yeah. right in your office, a full grown man, and go, yeah, you know, I've been really struggling with purpose, and I don't feel fulfilled, and I'm going through depression, and and, and then you actually have an opportunity to talk to that guy about some actual root issues in his life because yeah. you went there. Yeah. If you say get your freaking paperwork done, Carl, I don't care if your wife left you. You're a robot and you're not you're working a robot the right way. And you don't have feelings and you're not doing the yeah. things I want you to do. And it's irritating me. Yeah. You don't care about Carl. Yeah. Which no. it goes down to the root of who you are as a leader. Yeah. Like you need to actually care about Carl. You want to actually see him do better. And in serving mm-hmm. him, he serves the organization. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um Well, it, it's it's making people known too, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're actually you're opening up there because a lot of people I've found in my experience, uh, they they walk through life feeling that no one ever knows them. Mm-hmm. And then when all of a sudden when someone expresses interest in knowing them and like we're talking about core values and these are things that are like when you talk about core values, they're actually core value in a business, but also people. Mm-hmm. It's person. It's very personal. Yeah. And so when you're, you're not dealing with symptoms anymore, you're mm-hmm. dealing with roots and when you start tugging on those roots. Oh yeah. And, and then you've you, never and, been dug at in most people's lives. Right. And some people probably don't even know themselves really all that well. Yeah. And when you start speaking truth and speaking life into somebody in that way, it's like, hey, this is a core value. Yeah. And we think you can attain it and that we see this in you, we see this in you. Yeah. That you can need actually to c- communicate it in a non condemning way. Too. Yeah. It's it's the same thing that I always think with my kids is like I don't I don't hate the person, I hate the behavior. Mm-hmm. right like this core value you're behaving this way and that's not acceptable but i know you're a good person and that you want to be a good person and and i care and love you yeah. ultimately and i want to see you succeed if mm-hmm. i didn't want to see you succeed why did i hire you yeah right which to the to the giant corporation say so you can make money off me yeah but that's not what our companies are about we are about people yeah first which Profit I sense- comes when you care about people yeah. first. And I sense that we'll, we'll get to that issue. 
on our next episode, probably when the, we talk about vision. Yeah. Of the, yeah. Of the, the well, mission, and, we'll get into mission. We'll get into your why, the bigger picture, the thing, mm-hmm. the overarching theme that's the more important than you part of your business that you should have figured out um, that you should connect with in a very strong way. Absolutely. Um, core values is just one cog on a giant wheel of important things to care about. There's a lot of things to care about, which is why <laughs> business and people are so hard. Um, yeah. But it is, it's foundational. If you don't mm-hmm. get this figured out, you're going to struggle with a lot of things way more than you need to. And I know because I did. Yeah. Well, you'll probably be a lot more uh, reactionary mm-hmm. and you're going to be somewhat directionless because yeah. you'll just be, you'll be reacting to things as they come in. Yeah. And then you'll end up taking steps along the way, reacting to little tiny symptoms mm-hmm. and you'll 10 years down the road, you'll be like, how did we end up here? Oh, I have no idea what Solving happened. symptoms, which you typically won't actually get solved, you'll just band-aid them. It, they're the the bouncing back, they're the boomerang. Symptoms just kept coming back, keep yeah. coming back. And, and they can be different things along the way. But the problem with that is you don't solve the problem forever. Mm-hmm. If, if you in business can't figure out how to solve problems forever, to make a, a individual problem go away and never come back, you will you will hit a wall of progress. Mm-hmm. And the way to solve problems is to get to the root of the problem. Core values is taking you directly to the root of the problems. Yeah. And the roots are always much simpler and broad than most people think, which is like attitude. Like it's a broad spectrum, but yeah. it's pretty simple. Yeah. Like you have positive attitude or you have a negative attitude. And you are in control of that. And so you need to to make good choices and you need to work on that and care about it and be cognizant of your attitude and your emotions and all those things. It's a, it's a very broad spectrum, but the symptoms of it are even broader. Yeah. Like Well, so tell me if I'm right or wrong on this. Being able to see symptoms, having core values allows you to diagnose and and maybe not solve, but heal You're pulling the root up. Yeah. And so having core values actually helps get rid of a lot of symptoms that are happening. Yeah. Because you're actually dealing with root problems. Yeah. Like if you want to take the metaphor even farther, like if you got dandelions in your grass in your yard and uh, you go and mow it, the dandelions go away. But you got to mow it like every three days to make it look like there's no dandelions and they're still there. And I've found that they actually... They, and they'll duck under the mower sometimes. Exactly, that they actually just grow a short, a shorter. Mm-hmm. And route. how much work do you have yeah. to do? Like you're you're yeah. mowing them every three days, and you're just fighting and fighting and fighting, and you're spending time and energy and gasoline and resources and all these things mowing and mowing and mowing to keep the dandelions out. But if you go get the little tool and pull each oh, dandelion yeah. one at a time, and yeah, it ta- do you know it's a lot harder to take that tool out and take one dandelion out at a time. Yeah. That's going to take you all day. Yeah. Right, but once you get all of the dandelions, you you might have one or two once in a while that you have to dig out. Yep. But your lawn gets, looks good all the time, and you exactly. mow it once a week. Yeah, true story. That I that's actually how I do my dandelions. Yeah, I, I, just got, I, I got the same tool. I pull but them out. That's how you need to treat the issues in your business. Yeah, there's roots in those issues, and you cannot ignore the root, or it will grow back and grow so back. Essentially, back that tool back. is a core value. The tool is a core value that's getting that root, pulling it out. The core value is knowing that the root is there and and where to go looking for it. Yeah. Right. And it it is the tool analogy works too, because it's you're using your core value toolbox to go in and and dig the root out. It's the thing that you need to find the root. Right. 
Absolutely. And guess what? Dandelions, they multiply at a very alarming rate. And so do issues when the core <laughs> values aren't dealt with. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if we were to have one takeaway for somebody today, where they're going to go home and they're going to tell, you know, maybe it's a person listening and they want to tell their boss, what's one mm -hmm. thing that you'd want them to, to communicate? Having core values solves problems is a big theme for this particular one for me is that it, it solves your problems and solves them for good for yeah. the most part. You will enjoy working at your business or or where you work if you get your core values sorted out. And mm -hmm. if you get your core values sorted out, find out what the core values of your business are and you don't align with them, that's why you don't like working there. <laughs> I guess that's another thing. What happens if you own the business and you don't like your business? Then and you need to do the work. You got you got a hundred acre field of dandelions is what you got, right? Oh man! Just, and this is the reason why you need to do core values early. Like yeah. I, we just did a core value exercise with a construction company, which is four people. It seems almost ridiculous to have an all day meeting about vision and values and mission and all mm -hmm. these types of things. Spent literally eight hours going through that with four people on a company. That's only four people. But yeah. guess what? Everyone said it. Well, it's sure great to get this nailed down now so that when we hire the next three, four, or five people, that we know what we're looking for and we are not going to have to go through the heartache and trauma of getting the wrong person and then having to deal with the trauma oh, yeah. and let them go. And then you don't get traction. Like it, you have to wade and machete your way through the the jungle of horrible learning experiences, mm -hmm. which most businesses do because they don't get that figured out early. Yeah. You, you just create yourself a nice super highway to success yeah. by getting your core values going. It's a little bit of front end work yeah. for being able to launch off of yeah. in the future. Well, it's and, really and hard work to put in more. a foundation. It is, yeah. <laughs> like, But hey, I don't need a foundation. I got some two by fours. Two by fours are right there. Yeah. Let's build the house. This yeah. ground's pretty hard. Yeah. Till it rains. Till it rains. <laughs> and right? then you got issues. And it it like the and it's it's the cliche analogy, but it's just once you you do it right and you see it in action, you you begin to believe it. There's a reason why people say it. Yeah. Core values are the foundation of a successful organization. I think I agree. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our first episode. Yeah. Uh, our next one will likely be mission or or vision. Vision. Yeah. Maybe a combination. Yeah, and we're going to flesh it out as we go here, but yeah. we're going to try and, well, minimum put out one podcast a month, but we might sneak in a couple little ones here and there too if we get good opportunities to yeah. uh, put something together. I agree. Thanks, Jory. Yeah, thanks, Tally.